Alright, and welcome to our Western Conference NBA Hi, season totals over under pods. Mom, dad, family, thank you for chiming in. Thank you for contributing oh, towards I know like, you didn't make it this far. <laughs> I go far. I don't know if anyone made it this far, but if you have you, I, you know probably what? I think Jordan's in else. it for the long haul. Jordan's gonna listen to this long. Jo- Jordan cares. Jordan, too much shout about out us. to you. Yeah, thank Jordan, you, Jordan, shout out to you. Appreciate Jordan, it. Jordan, if you made it this far, I'm giving you ten dollars the next time I see you. If you listen this far, I want you to come up to me and say I made it, and I'm just gonna hand you a bill, ten dollar bill, no questions what, asked. What? What an incentive! Jensen, who has ten dollar bills these days? If you give my secret away, I won't. I won't. I'll leave it up to. Uh, I'll leave it up to you and God. All right. So the Denver Nuggets. So we're starting it off. The Northwest Division, the Western Conference. Quick hits on the Denver Nuggets. They won 48 games last year. The line is at a game and a, a half. Surprisingly higher. low amount, if I'm being honest. I would have I thought I would have thought they were no. low fifties. I when I saw it, I thought it would be a little higher. Their line is a game and a half higher at 49 and a half. Um Jokic is still amazing and they're getting Jamal Murray back. What are your thoughts on the Nuggets? Yeah, uh, Here's here's my take on the Nuggets. If their starting five plays 65 to 70 games, like, all together, which is maybe asking a lot with Michael Porter Jr., Murray coming back from injury. Yeah. But I think they're a 60-win team. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, wow. Wow. I mean, you look at – you got Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. I didn't realize Caldwell Pope ended up over there, so went from the Wizards to – Starting shooting guard for the Nuggets. It's real solid as yeah, your fifth totally. starter. Totally. And Jamal Murray. Strong, strong uh, bench there. I mean, not like really any huge standouts, but just some decent rotation players there. Sure. I think I think if they stay healthy, I think 60 wins is in play. I think Jokic is incredible. Wow. I think injuries obviously can bring that down a little bit, but uh, I'm a pretty confident over on the Nuggets at 49 and a half. I think 51, 52 wins is pretty, pretty doable for them. Sounds like a take my money pick from you. Uh, yeah, I think that's cards. probably that's a that's a take my money over on the Nuggets at 49 and a half. For whatever it's worth, also Bones Highland, which had a semi breakout last year, young guy should be contributing minutes, you know, with them behind Jamal Murray, just kind of good scoring option off the bench. I also like the over. I think 49 is low. I agree. I'm not as bullish on them. I'm getting, you know, but the potential is 60. I would agree with you on 51, 52. Um, but definitely over on the Nuggets. Both have the over. Next on to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Quick hits here. 46 wins last year. 48.5 is the over this year. They added Rudy Gobert. Anthony Edwards is going to be a star. He already is. He'll get better. Cat, we already, we already, you know, mentioned him previously. We're not the biggest fans of Cat, but I he's still some, a star. I shared some thoughts. I just shared <laughs> some thoughts on the on the potential drive and/or yeah. work ethic of one Carl Anthony Towns. Is he interested in basketball? Not sure. That that's kind of what we what we threw out there. But he's still offensively. Really solid, and they have D'Lo there. All I know is he was once. Guard. It was once an argument on who would you rather have, Cat or Joel Embiid, and now I think if Cat saw Embiid, and anywhere basketball court or an alley, he's just like he's cowering and walking away. He just he's just not that guy. He's just not yeah. that. You know skilled. where Embi- you know where Embiid you know where Embiid lives rent free. Inside Cat's head. 
it, uh, it's yeah. rent free. So they beat Philadelphia too. Their uh, nah, line is set at 40, 48 and a half. Oh, sorry, yep. I missed it. Say it again. Was no, it? no, it's all right. So let's keep going. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the listener loved it, and I missed it. Forty-eight and a half. What are your thoughts on the Timberwolves? The Wolves. Uh, my my denigrating of Carl Anthony Towns aside, I think they're gonna they're gonna be very good. I think Anthony Edwards. I I did not necessarily believe in Edwards. I didn't either. First. Out of Georgia. Nope. His nope. first year was erratic and efficient. He looked set up to be field goal percentage I mean, I as comparable is, but just yep. he I just I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Uh and the second half of last year he really proved it. Um he is a dynamic player. He can score in multiple ways. He has the athleticism to be a high you know, a high level defender. Right. I think in his third year he could have a big year. I think just by the nature of him ascending and Towns having the skills that he has, Russell rightly becomes a third option offensively. I think that's a good thing. I think totally less shots for D'Angelo Russell. It's nice maybe that he can create third. a shot when he I mean, needs to, but I think overall fourth, fourth offensively. Too. I mean, Gobert there. I mean, depending kind of how you want to feed him the ball, like D'Lo, he's I not. Mean, he's not. Gobert bring- might get more attempts at the rim, but I think just as a ball handle and a creator. Russell's going to be probably well, more of a third option. He's making the argument that Gobert is a creator. In regards to scoring up, I do think that D'Lo is a great fit around that third. But even if he slips into kind of fourth and all of a sudden he's just this flare guy that can get hot and feed him the ball, but you don't have to rely on him too much, that is a perfect fit for for, for D'Lo. Um, I'm also very high on the Timberwolves. I... Also have well, you you not necessarily make your picks. So I'll throw it back to you. I, but I have them at the I, over. It's it's going to be an over for me on them. Yep. I now look. There's there's things that could derail them. It's possible that they don't mesh well. They they traded away a lot of depth in that Gobert trade. Yeah, so they get they get a little thin. They've got some. You know, Kyle Anderson signing with them was nice. He's a he's a dependable kind of four. You know. I, oh, yeah, I he's, can't call he was good at Memphis. Yeah, he's he's a solid piece. I think. I mean, weirdly enough, Austin Rivers as a backup point guard is just kind of a good option for them. He's at this point in his career, he's just kind of a stable ball handler for your team. Right. That as long as you're not asking him to do too much. So I think, I think they could have a really good regular season team. I think the added. Gobert as that defensive anchor and then the offensive towns, Edwards, Russell, and, you know, see what happens at small forward. Jaden McDaniels is kind of penciled in as yep. that, that starting small forward. Now, uh, I like it. They're over under at 48 and a half is already kind of pricing in some huge growth. It was 34 totally. and a half last season. They won wow. 46 games. Uh, but I think that, I think getting to that 50 win, you know, it's that's the next push, and especially with some of the other contenders that are in the West, it's going to be tricky. But I'm just buying into the impact of that Rudy Gobert has in the regular season. He's just he really is a regular season game changer. Uh, and then the growth of Edwards, I think uh, I think they're just a team that kind of makes that leap up into that uh, 49 to 51 win range. Yep, I'm with you. I'm also taking the over. 
Go ahead and talk to us about the Thunder. Oh, the Thunder. Uh, now, talk about your uh, taking a dip for French Vic. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, a French dip, is, Vic. Did you do you realize what you just that's, did? That's that's what I was going for. Wow. Wow. Prepping these, prepping wow. these dad jokes, future that's dad here. That's great. Oh, yes. Hopefully no friends and family listen to the pod you haven't told yet, but yes. Uh, yeah, I think we've covered most people. Uh, <laughs> so, Thunder... 23 and a half. They won 24 games last year. I can't see a reason for them winning more games, especially with the, I mean, I mean, they don't want to win more games. Sam right. Presti wants Wembenyama. He wants every chance at Wembenyama. That is yep. the piece he's been waiting for. Holmgren's there. He's out for the year now. Shea is their only like appreciable rotation. Player I feel so bad for of- Shea. How do you not feel did bad they, for Shea? Uh, yeah, it's not great. Did they resign Adams or where did Steven Adams end up? No, he's oh, he's Memphis. He was traded from the Pelicans then to Memphis. He resigned. Memphis, yeah, though. he hasn't been on Thunder in a long time. He is. Yeah. That's right. He was on. He's on Memphis. Giddy um, though, Shea. Giddy's a nice piece. He'll yep. be developing. Dort's a good developmental story, but it's kind of Shea and a bunch of question marks. Oh, or Poku is no players. question mark. Po- Poku might be better than French Vic. I do we do Poku. know exactly how to feel about about Pokushevsky. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, so I'm taking the under on the Thunder. I'm a hundred percent taking the under. I hate that I'm. I like locks on on unders and overs. I'm not putting them in, into a lock. I but imagine Chet and Women Yama at the four five. It would be unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. So I think that you know. They're definitely trying to get um, Victor, and they're going to do everything they can. And Chet getting hurt, you know, only helps their case. So under for sure on the Thunder. Portland yep. Trail Blazers. We got up next. Oh, this was a tough one for me. Totally. I, the line's weird. 39 line and a half. Is... They won 27 last year. How many games did Dame look? I, I didn't even. How many did he play? Dame, I'm not sure. Let me see. Had to be less than I had to be less than 20. Yeah, so the the Trailblazers they missed a ton of time. That's obviously a factor. They traded away CJ McCollum uh towards the end of that season or midway through that season around the trade deadline, traded him to the Pelicans. Jeremy Grant was a player they added. Yep. Um and, you know, I think that's a nice piece for them. He's a bigger wing, which they've never really had uh, as far as a, as a pairing for Dame. Sure. Uh, Gary Payton the second, a nice yep. defensive guard to put next to Dame. Yep. Um, and then you've got, you know, Ingle. No, no, sorry. They lost. Anthony Simons Ingles. is a really young, strong young piece as well. You drafted Shaden Sharp, Simons. who could either bust or be un- unbelievable. He was that kind of player coming out of high school. I believe he went to the G League or he's overseas. I forget exactly where he came out of. Keon Johnson, um, if, if I'm thinking of the right player. No, 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 he's a rookie out of Tennessee. I don't think I don't think he's the same player. But um, I don't know, Shaden Sharp played at Kentucky, but he didn't, he didn't play much that year. That's what that was. So I have the under on the Trailblazers um, at 39 and a half. I don't I know Dame was injured and 
You probably Lillard could chalk it up. 29 games last year. Okay, so it was over 20, under 30. Uh, he was awful when he played, and awful is strong, but just to Dame's, what we know him to be, he was not good By at all. By his standards, yeah, he was. Yep. It was he, inefficient shooting. You know, it was 40% overall field goal percentage, 32% right. from three, his lowest lowest ever in his career from three. Um, His two-point percentage was down. It was just, I mean, it was all, it was all down. It wasn't a good Dame season. And you probably chuck up the injury. Um, how he's obviously getting, you know, a little, a little older here. Um, he's thirty-one. He um, is going into his tenth season, and with Nurkic there, and with um, Jeremy Grant there, they're not necessarily going to be, you know, tanking. But I. They're so middle of the road to me. Like, they're so average to me, even with Dame, which really is such a bummer. I would wonder if he's a trade candidate, if he wants out. He's always said he wants to stay in Portland, but that's something I'm going to be watching this season. And because of that, I'm taking the under on 39.5. Yep, I get it. Uh, I've got the under there as well. And it's, you know, I like Dame. His game is fun. But I, like I don't too. think there's just enough pieces there in the West to really kind of make any sort of any sort of push right into that that low to mid forties range. I might be wrong there. If Dame's a full season healthy, maybe it works out. But um, he is good for forty games. You're right. I I I'm not expecting either a healthy Dame or a game that's on the team after this year so um you, you said you're taking the under as well there yeah i'm the under on the trailblazers it's just it's just hard to see enough development from someone like a simons i mean they've got um who's the the really young guy that they brought over uh that they draft shaden sharp who yep. really oh didn't play college so yep, there's some developmental players there <clears throat> I, you know, Peyton's a fun guy to root for, but I just don't know if there's enough system around him for him to be as effective as he was in Golden State. Sure, sure. Nurkic is nice, but if he gets injured like he does, I I can tell you I have literally never heard of the next two centers on their depth chart. <laughs> there's a there's a Drew Eubanks yep. and a Trendon Watford. Um, so Both strong, strong. You should have watched them in, in, in college. They were fantastic. I'm just kidding. I've also so, heard of them. Yeah, not not your prospect town here. So those guys have not come across my my screen before. So I Neither. just think they might be a little. They might not have the depth to really make the push, and the top talent outside of Lillard just might not be enough to push them over the top. I think they'll be solid. I think they'll be competitive, but I think they'll ultimately not win 40 games. So it's under for me. Great. Um, I don't think we need to add anything about the Jazz. I think we're both taking the under. I think they are so obviously tanking. Danny Ainge is... Under? What? <laughs> You're taking the under? Oh, they won the 49 Utah games Jazz? last year. How could I? Lost Donovan Mitchell. Lost Rudy uh, Gobert. Sorry. Laurie Markkinen. Oh, Ever heard of him? I have. And he's the, the reason... Finn, the Finn... The Finn... Did... Did... He's the Finland. You just, all you did for his nickname was just just stretch out the countries, bro. The Finland. <laughs> ah. Also, 
isn't a pun. But I'm willing to go with you. The Finn Din, if he actually plays well, you know what? They might win 21 games. But <laughs> I'm still taking under in 24 and a half. I presume you are as well. Yeah, it's an under for me. For me, they they just have Colin Sexton is kind of one of the, you know in marketing were the two pieces they got in the Mitchell trade. They got Vanderbilt in the Minnesota Timberwolves trade. Nikhil Alexander Walker's there. Malik Beasley came over from the in the Minnesota trade. Jordan Clarkson's still off the bench. I think, I mean, Danny Age is running the show over there. He's he wants that French dip more than anybody else. Oh, of he is, he is going to sell off any, you know, I can't, I can't see Conley being there. Rudy Gay being there. Beasley might move Clarkson, Olenek there. He's going to be moving some pieces, so they don't want to win. And when your organization doesn't want to win, you usually don't win too many games. It's under on the 24 and a half. I, I mean, that's honestly, that's that's probably a take my money for me. I I think that I think it's gonna be terrible. I think it's a take my money as well. All right, on to the Pacific Division. This is the most exciting division in, in the NBA. And granted, divisions don't really matter as much as they do in other sports in the NBA because it just comes down to one through eight, one through ten for the playoff seedings. But just a list off to hear the teams here: we have the Warriors, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Suns, and the Kings. The poor Kings doing anything they can to oh, keep geez. up. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to them at the end. Let's start with our defending world champions, the Golden State Warriors, with a Draymond Green who refuses to let anyone alpha him the at any point. The punching Warriors. Yeah. They, uh, we, we, it's probably dramatic to say we don't know what's going to happen with Draymond this season. They will all come together. He is a big part of who they are. He'll be he suspended be there for be... a couple games, probably. Yep, but he'll be back, and they'll create amends, and Jordan Poole is still fan fantastic. He had a drive to the lane with his right hand behind the back and then went up in a float. It was beautiful against the Lakers preseason, if you saw it the other night. Um, I'll start off Love with the Warriors. Love a good preseason floater. Yeah, yeah, it, but it was, it was a highlight. It wasn't just your... Norm, the normal preseason floater you love, this one was a little bit different. Uh, the Warriors. So they're Warriors. good. 51 and a half. 53 and wins half. last year. They won 53. There is no reason to think that they are going to regress. Um, I think around Aside that from a street fighting ring developing yeah. inside of the team. Yes, if that doesn't happen, then I think we're safe. Uh, and if we if that does happen, we'll hear it on Draymond's podcast. Um, <laughs> I think that they our, are one of our so one of our, our colleague, our colleague, Draymond Green, <laughs> one of one of our competitors. I our think that they are casting cohort. I think that they are so safe. Aside from injury, um, I think Clay is going to get better. He's getting older, but he didn't have a good year last year coming off of being off of two seasons. Steph is still Steph. He has built himself to be in a position with such longevity and being and he's such a good teammate. To be honest, the Warriors' depth changes Look, every I'm, I'm single gonna, year. I'm just going to get ahead of here and put put you down for the over. 
I'm over. I, I am over on 51 and a half. I think that they will just repeat 53 wins again this year. I'm over as well. I think the only thing that is a ceiling on their season is their just own desire to be healthy at the playoffs. Um, I don't think they really care where they finish as long as they finish a top four seed and have home court. I think they do definitely care about home court. Um, but I mean, they've, they've just proven time and again, where when they have Steph clay Draymond on the court, they kind of just figured out, I think Wiggins being there, his second full season with the Curry Thompson combination, I think is huge. He kind of knows his role a bit more. They are relying on younger guys a lot more this year. I think there were there was a a lot more players that left the Warriors this year than I think I realized initially. Um, obviously, Gary Payton was kind of one of the notable like contributors to the mm-hmm. playoffs, and he mm-hmm. ended up in Portland. Um, but also, you know, Bielitsa contributed a lot in the early season. He's not here anymore. Porter Jr.'s with the Raptors. Toscano Anderson was just, it's just depth. You know, Damian Lee, you know, is there some family tension there? Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. You know, some infighting among the, the Currys, right? Did he marry a, who did he marry? I think he's married, I think he married Steph's sister. Yeah, that sounds right. Yes. Yeah, S- uh, Sidney? Sydney? Something, something to that effect. Yep, yep. Uh, so you know, there's, there's and a, a ton lot of, of young guys. There. James Wiseman, they right. So you, so you need Moody, you need Kaminga, and you need Wiseman to really all play significant roles this year. And, and the Dante question is, Vincenzo, Vincenzo, yeah, Vincenzo. I mean, that's, you that's know, he's going to get some run. Player. Yeah, yep, real player. So there's definitely some changes around the periphery, but the core is still there, and I think the core gets them through the regular season. Over 51 and a half. Yep. I'm over on the Warriors. Great. Um, I'm Los not sure. Los Angeles. Yeah. This is this was interesting. Was in, was this Clippers. one easy for you or one you had to think about? I you know, yes and both. <laughs> in the sometimes when you think about something. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. This, this is good. And it you just you go to think about it. The Clippers completely different team last year. Forty two over under is no fifty two and a half. Yeah, and over. Yeah, you know, they won yep. forty two games last season. Right. Kawhi Leonard has not played a game of basketball in over five hundred days. Oh well. Over five hundred days. Wow. Same with Zion. Zion, when he played the preseason game the other night, was his first NBA action in over 500 days. Wow. That's a long time. A long time. Kawhi Leonard is also a decade older than Zion Williamson. Sure. Uh, you know, in the words of in the words of Bill Simmons, is can we just can we see it before we <laughs> can we see it before we just kind of crown them? Everybody, sure. everybody's saying they're the the fa- they're the title. If they're out there, the title favorite. I'm just like, can, can, can I see it? We haven't seen it. This was a pretty easy under for me. If I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna be you know straight with you, which I've been honest all night. I I certainly appreciate you. I I just don't think Kawhi is worth ten wins. If Kawhi was locked in for seventy eight games, then I do think he's worth ten wins. 
I just don't think that Kawhi is going to play, I think, 60%. Maybe this, like, maybe he's going to play 55 games, 60, you know? Like, I don't I don't think that they're going to run the guy and then they're going to save him for the playoffs because, like you said, this is, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's got to be, what, his 13th, like 12th, 13th uh, season of the year. Hold on, I have right here. This is 11th season in the year or in the, in the league. Um, and he's injury prone as of late. And I know they've been, if it was an ACL and whatever the legs, it's not, on. it's not even just injury prone. He's just so injury erratic or it's just when he does get injured, you just don't know when he's even going to, when he's going to come back or yeah. how much he's going to. Well, the leg thing, take. I understand that the ACL was an ACL, you know, I mean, wasn't that that's that that was the injury, correct? Do I remember that correctly? That Kawhi had ACL injury. He tore. Uh, to be out. honest, I don't completely remember. Okay, it was it was a knee, and then in theory the knee was better, but he didn't feel good on it. Uh, sure. It was it was what it was. Yeah, I this and one's John an under for me as well. Yeah. It's I think they are talented. When I look at their depth chart, I'm not. I'm not blown away. They're good players there. Who knows what Wall has to offer? Right. You know, Morris can sink your swim you. Zubach is solid. Batum, Covey. Like, it's it's good. They've got good players on the roster. But I just, I don't know if I really just believe that they can just come back, flip the switch, and just sure. run rampant on the sure. league. So it's an under for me. I think they're good. I just also think they're they're small, but I guess the league is small. Like they just don't have a very impressive big man. They're they're listed number two center is either Robert Covington or Nicholas Batum. Right. Those guys are effectively small forwards on in any if, in if most we, contexts. Yeah. Yeah. But yep, I agree. They're, they are just a team of wing depth. And when Kawhi Leonard is right, he's one of the three best players in the league. And that's what they're counting on. For sure. But as far as the season goes, 52 and a half, I'm, I'm going under. Which we also just say Paul George is on the team. Paul George is very good. But we... We need a healthy Paul George as well. He's also is not guaranteed to to be healthy by by any sense of the word. Um, I believe that the Lakers are one of your favorite teams in the league because they have one of your favorite players. So I am going to hand this to you, the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, the Lakers, the LeBron Angeles Lakers, my boy. If you've been with the podcast for a while, you understand. <laughs> I will never deny the talent of one LeBron James. I'll just leave it at that for the moment. Because today we're not talking about LeBron James, his legacy, his leadership ability or lack thereof, his comparative legacy to one Michael Jordan, right. the greatest players ever played. We're not talking about any of that tonight. No. That's fine. No. What we are talking about is the Lakers' potential to either win or lose more than 45 and a half games. That is the line that has been set for them by your uh, proverbial sports books. Uh, DraftKings, thanks for sponsoring. Uh, last season, 33 wins. 
Can you tell me any reason, Jensen, why the Lakers will win more than 33 games this season just based on roster changes, coaching? Like, why are the Lakers going to win more than 33 games this season? Uh, I believe the answer here is Patrick Beverly. <laughs> okay, there it is. That's all I needed. Yep. And a white a guy lot. named Matt Ryan that uh, is a, is a I small th- forward. I thought he was a quarterback. An incredible an incredible under by the Lakers last year. Over under last year, 52 and a half. Wow. And they won wow. 33 games. Uh, I don't think they're going to win again. I don't think this team has any talent beyond the incredible talent of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Sorry, Westbrook, you are great in your day. You are a you are an anchor to your teams nowadays. Uh, Je- Jesse, I believe we have a conflict of interest. Did you know that Scottie Pippen Jr. is on the Los Angeles oh, Lakers? Uh-oh. Oh, Scotty. Uh-oh. Well, we hopefully he can negotiate gotta take a the over contract that his dad did. I also uh, uh, am taking – well, I guess maybe you haven't revealed. It's, look, it's, it's the tone, for me. Yeah. I think yeah. if you knew you were going to get 75 games out of LeBron and Anthony Davis, you'd say, you know what, that's enough. But you're not getting 75 games out of Anthony Davis and LeBron. Anthony Davis is already missing preseason games with back tightness or whatever. LeBron James just has to take more time off and just pace himself more in order to have anything for the playoffs. So I think if this team makes it to 40, 41 wins, I think that's going to be good for them, and they're going to hope to be an eight seed, uh, and I'm taking the under. I don't understand this line at all, and I'm not. I'm also not the biggest LeBron guy, but I'm not necessarily nah, – I'm a hater. It is what it is. I, I just <laughs> look at this roster. Wait, hold on. I, You're a LeBron hater? Well, not to your extent. I do – I. He's incredible. Different podcast, different time. We'll have this conversation. All right, we'll, we'll circle back later. Yeah. Um, it's, not a, it's not a good roster. It's like you, you have, you know, guys there that five years ago, yeah, this, is a, this is a championship caliber. They won four years ago, three years ago, whichever, whenever the two bubble was. Ago. Two years ago. They won the title only two years ago. Wow. Why does it feel like five why is well, it it's feel been like a five? long couple of years. <laughs> Again, different podcast, different time. So I I'm mean, just looking at the, the I mean, this here. is a, this let's just like as a, um, and, and what's the, the word? Not sidetrack, but there's a word for sidetrack. Yeah. As a, uh, anyway, it's a sidetrack on the side. Let's say it's an aside. It was funny going back, kind of looking at, win totals last couple of years because you went to last year and you're like okay fine you went the year before you go, oh that wasn't a complete season i can't use these totals right and you go the year before you go oh no that wasn't a complete season yeah. either i can't use these win totals the last complete season the nba played was 2018 2019 was that the raptors championship um it may have been i believe that now, it was technically this 21 22 season was a complete season but basically you know, sure 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 the 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 whole two pre you know previous seasons were right. just incomplete and strange and it's just it's just wild wow anyways um, aside aside yes uh the lakers traded away all the depth from their championship team all the defense from their championship team because lebron thought it would be cool to play with russell westbrook and he thought no if russell plays with me 
he won't do any of the dumb that he's been doing for the last couple of years. And uh, LeBron was wrong. Yep. He's not a good defender. Pat Bev can't make him a good defender. LeBron can't make him AD, can't make him a good defender. AD and LeBron can't stay healthy, and Pat Bev is not a plus on offense. It just, the math doesn't add up. It just, it doesn't. As as Austin Reeves, breakout season, sure. Taylor Horton Tucker, why'd you pay him? <laughs> sure. But it doesn't add up, and we are both taking the under there, and I think that may be a take my money bet. Take my money from Jensen, the Lakers under. It's close for me. I'm going to think about that one. Yep. All right. While you write that down, Phoenix Suns, uh, 64 wins last year. Gosh, most wins in the NBA. They were incredible in the regular season. Uh, The line? By a lot. By a lot. No one else was in the 60s. Was anyone even near the high 60s? You mean the high 50s? Uh, only team yeah. above 50. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 56 wins. Uh, nobody oh, in the East was over 53. Wow. So, yeah, the yeah. Uh, best record by eight games. It was a hell of a stretch by them in the regular season. Incredible. Vegas has them at 12 wins less. 13. Yep. I don't know how these halves work. So 13 or 12, <laughs> whatever, whatever that number is. I think and it's technically 11. Oh, man, can't figure anything out. So I don't get that. I know Chris Paul's older. Uh, they just gave eight in the bag. Maybe they're there. I know there's a lot going on with Starver selling the team. So this could be another like organizational culture thing. But you are a big culture guy. I'm not. I mean, the Celtics were when we did the, the Eastern Conference. It was it was three wins more it was was the line of comparison to their season totals last year what the, what their record was this is 11 and a half i mean that feels Jason Tatum is at 38 though so that factors into it but chris paul is not their best player right so their best player is jason tatum's uh, age i know i think you could argue he's their most important player i i probably would concede that yes i agree with you that he's the most important player um but he's been playing with Devin a long time. Devin hopefully has learned from him. I would have to kind of take a closer look. I don't have the Phoenix Suns. I didn't even pull up their roster because I'm like, yeah, the Phoenix Suns. This feels like an over to me at 52 and a half. Pretty strong over. I wouldn't really? say a lot. Over. I'm going, I'm going over on 52 and a half for the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Yeah, so am I. Oh, I'm so confused why you questioned me. Uh, Look, uh, it's not just the fact that they won 64 last season. I think that's, you know, I don't think that's like their median win that you're going to expect at least 60 wins from them. But I do think they are still good in the important areas. Uh, That starting lineup, they're having their issues with uh, Jay Crowder. He doesn't want to play there anymore. But if they lose Jay Crowder, they just put Cameron Johnson in there. They have right. decent depth. Um, I think on the whole, they're going to be a strong team still. You know, obviously, all of these predictions are pending health, but sure. that's not really that interesting to say. But. You know, I their depth did take a, a little bit of a hit. I I don't, you know, love. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, cool, Cameron Johnson's now in your starting lineup, but that's because he's not coming off your bench now because 
you know, Jay Crowder isn't starting for you. Uh, JaVale McGee is erratic, but he's at least effective as a backup center. Um, Frank the Tank know. being gone is, you know, we don't have I to. Think have to JaVale go is anymore. on a different team. That's what I'm saying. He's on the Mavericks now. So oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, they, lo- right. they lost They lost JaVale. So, I mean, they lost some depth, but I think the important yeah. pieces are still there. I'm going to take the over there. I think there's one more good, you know, a high-end Chris Paul season in there where he can just direct yeah. them. I think Booker can still grow. I think Aiton can still grow. I think they can get through the kind of the, the malaise of the owner distraction and just power through to 54 wins in the regular season, taking the yep. over. Great. I think they will be sitting Paul a little more in the regular season because he's been hurt during the playoffs back-to-back years. And so I think they will try to save him as much as they can. Um, but I still believe that it's good enough and the system in place that I think back-to-back regular season champions, I believe, if that's how you say that, it's not. But I, I forget, it doesn't matter, but I forget exactly kind of who was in the 2021, but... Um, you just saying most wins? Uh, the Jazz were. The Jazz were. The Suns were right behind at number yeah. two. But they just have been a very good regular season team back-to-back years, and I think they will continue to do that. Yep. I, uh, I think we I think we're mostly in agreement on that one. Cool. So let's, uh, let's wrap up the Pacific Division with... Uh, Let's see. Wait, did we the do the Kings. Kings already? No, we mentioned them at the top, but we're, we didn't mention them yet. So the Kings. Um, I have thoughts on the Kings. I'll give it to you first. Give me your, give me your thoughts on the Sacramento Kings. Being, being as they are the longest professional franchise with a playoff absence now that you are, well, your adopted Seattle Mariners um, have made, out, made it to the playoffs. Did they win their second wild card game? Are they they yeah, they're into the, the ALDS. We'll be at the game on Saturday. Go. be a great time. Shout out um, Mariners. Shout out Mariners. So a couple new additions to call out. I know we don't want to do a, a ton of roster stuff, but they have Kevin Herter and then additionally um, Sabonis. And they did a trade last year. They drafted Keegan Murray. You know, they took Keegan Murray ahead of Jaden Ivey, and so that will be, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Well, a lot of people look, are high I mean, on Keegan. The, the Kings are a ready-made contender, so they just wanted that plug-and-play. Yeah, it's true. Developed, you know, player out of college. They don't have right. time to develop an elite talent like a Jaden Ivey. They need somebody that's ready to run with this this winning roster that they've just they've crafted over the last five years. Right. Yeah, crafted carefully. Um, De'Aaron Fox, I don't know if he's a good basketball. He's good. I don't know if he's great. He's solid. There's just enough people on this roster. Malik Bunk, you know, get, get hot sometimes. I'm not banking on Malik Monk. Davian Mitchell out of Baylor. He's a good defender. Quinn Cook is a solid guard. Kent Bazemore is a, a veteran. Harrison Barnes is still there. Uh, I am taking the over on 33 and a half. And... I feel like that is very low for a 30 for a 30. I think they're better than the trailblazers and the trailblazers are at 39 and a half. And I would, I would take a head to head bet with anyone on who has more season wins, the trailblazers or the Kings. And I would take the Kings. I just, I feel like they could potentially be a, well, let team. me just, let me just reach my hand out and say, I couldn't be happier to take 
that bet with you, as well as the under on the Sacramento Kings. Wow. I I think it's great that we disagree here. We've been agreeing far too far too much here in the uh, in the Western Conference, so you hate to see that. Right. I I'm going to you know they talk a lot about you know the Miami Heat, the Sac you know the San Antonio Spurs. You know I'm going to bet on the infrastructure. I'm going to bet on the system. I'm going to sure. bet. Sure. You know. I'm just, you know, I might not see it, but I'm just going to believe that their success is going to just kind of carry enough weight. With the Sacramento Kings, I'm betting on the infrastructure here. <laughs> that. Well done. This team as is just going to find a way to be just as inept as they've been for the last few years. I look at the roster and frankly, I don't see it. Like, Aaron Fox is an inefficient score developed a little bit played decently with Sabonis last year but Sabonis they're both just these one-dimensional one-way players neither of them are plus defenders Harrison Barnes is getting old Herter's a one-way shooter Keegan Murray we just don't really know yet he's looked good in you know preseason and summer league but when is that really ever ultimately mattered that much sometimes it may it means something sometimes it doesn't mean anything Sure. I just look at this roster. I mean, they've got the Curry stopper and Matthew Delavadova there, so they're going to be set for all nice. their matchups against the against the Warriors. But if they ever go, I just don't see it with this team. I like Rashawn Holmes. I think he's got a fun game. But do I think this team is that bad? They won thirty games last year. I just think they're going to be about the same. Thirty three and a half seems a little low. I think they might win 34, 35 games. But like I said, I'm just going to bet on the infrastructure and take the under. Well, let's just figure this bet out now. Portland Trailblazers, Sacramento Kings. Oh, yeah, this up. is an even easier bet to take it. Yeah, what's what's the bet? I mean, it even sounds like you give me odds, but I don't even want them. You're incredibly confident. Uh, we'll just go 25 bucks. How about... Next time we're together, round of golf. We well, I mean obviously now we'll, we'll but be bringing, together before I'm, the season's over. But. but I'm bringing all of our listeners, and you have to pay for their <laughs> round as well. Okay, deal. Yeah. All right, round of golf. It's round on. of golf after the season win total. Trailblazers versus Kings. I get Damian Lillard. You get De'Aaron Fox. So I get just Sabonis. Let that soak in. Great. Have fun with an injured abdomen. All right. Southwest division, final division. We are making our way through this. Um, another five, another five teams here. Surprise, surprise. That's how all the divisions work out until the expansion, which Seattle Sonics are coming back and Vegas is getting a team. And we'll see how that shakes things up. Very excited Just about gotta that. Believe. Just got to believe, get a team out here. Still a Bulls fan, but would, would absolutely love to see some, um, some action out here in the Pacific Northwest other than the Blazers. So we're going to start out with the Dallas Mavs. Um, we both love Luca. He's incredible. He complains too much, but his game is still that enjoyable to watch where it doesn't even matter. Um, he's amazing. He's Patrick Mahomes. We found, we found that comparison earlier tonight too. So the Dallas Mavericks, uh, they won 52 games. The over-under is 48 and a half. Now, they did lose Jalen Brunson, 
and they didn't really add anybody else. They made a trade last year in the middle of the season to get rid of Kristaps Porzingis, and they added Spencer Dimwitty, and I forget. Uh, it was the... Uh, who's the three-point shooter that isn't a three-point shooter anymore on the Wizards that got traded to the Dallas Mavericks? Bertos. Bertons. Bertos. Bertons. So, I don't think they will necessarily be that much better than 52 wins. So Dallas Mavs were difficult, but I'm going to go ahead and take the over on the Dallas Mavericks at 48 and a half. I think it's going to be very over close. I think they're 48. They're either going to win 47 games or they're going to win 50 games. It's going to be right around that number, but locking in a. That's a take my money for you. No, no, it's not. It's not a. I'm locking in the the over. It's not a confident over. You're, okay, you're just you're just you're committing yeah. to the over. I, I correct, understand. correct, correct. What do you think about the Mavs? Yeah, this one is uh, it is tough. They are they are still seemingly kind of an island of a team in the sense that it all just revolves around Luca. Uh, and look, if you're gonna revolve around somebody. You know, outside of prime LeBron, he's he's kind of been one of the elite players to rotate a team around. He involves guys. Uh, you know, they're getting Hardaway Jr. back. That's kind yeah. of their pseudo replacement for Brunson. Hardaway's sure. not the ball handler that Brunson is, but I guess you kind of figure I mean, between Didwitty and Hardaway, that's kind of some of that scoring burden that Brunson was taking on. You don't need a ball handler when you have Luka. He's got that covered. Sure, I mean, but, you know, Luca's got to sit eventually and somebody's got to run the offense. And sure. so, you know, it, it does kind of beg the question of when when he does hit the bench, who's who's going to keep things moving? And I don't think it's Frank Nilakina at this <laughs> stage. Yeah, I uh, right. So I think Dinwiddie is going to be important for them and Hardaway Jr. is going to be important for them as well. But all that being said, uh, I'm taking the over here. I okay. think uh, Christian Wood could add a nice kind of scoring dimension to them from the from the big sure. man position that they haven't really had. Uh, and it's just fun to watch Luca play until he starts talking to the refs, and it's not fun to watch Luca play. But right. when he's playing, it's a lot of fun to watch Luca play. And uh, I don't, I just don't think he's had. Is as great as he's been his true takeover season yet, and uh, it might be this year. So I'm going over on the Mavs. Great. The Houston Rockets, next team here on the division. And they... under next uh, team will be the <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. I uh, I am also going on. Actually, on... Uh, I just double checked my notes. I'm taking the over on the uh, on the Houston Rockets. Twenty three and a half. Take He's all over, over the place. No conviction. Uh, Flip flopper from the windy city. Can't you tell? Twenty three and a half wins. I think there's enough development there. Jalen Green, Kevin Porter. Ah, oh, jeez, this team's really bad. Uh, Bryce Smith. They want another good. I think I'm switching this. I might go under. I think. Ah, oh, jeez, the Spurs are so bad too, though. I don't know. All right, let me hear your argument. I don't know what I'm doing yet with the with the Rockets. So I'm taking the under. There's a ton of scoring here. Jabari feels like seemingly he was a more sure thing in 
college and then as the draft came up he came became less of a sure thing it was kind of weird how he descended a little bit like there was a he was definitely the third pick but he was for sh- it seemed like he was the first pick and then when he was when he was taken three it was like oh yeah he's three it was it was kind of weird their team isn't good there's a bunch of bunch of smoke screens from orlando the whole yes the whole lead up the whole team i think jalen green is going to be a good player he's just like very inefficient he was kind of like the early career of Anthony. He's kind of was the Anthony Edwards when you expected to progress. And then Anthony Edwards turned into a different player. He's a bigger build. He's, you know, he's built different, but also, uh, I just think Jalen likes to shoot the hell out of the ball alongside of Kevin Porter, alongside of Eric Gordon, who I expect to get traded. And you can't forget about my guy, Sengun, if you're going to, and, and even more so Bobon's on this team. So I do love a good Bobon team. I do love a Bobon team. I am taking the under. It doesn't seem that difficult for me. I think they're in the tanking for, for Vic stage. I don't think they're going to get into those top three teams. I think they're going to be hovering around, you know, top five, top six, but they're going to be bottom, you know, bottom of the league for sure. Yeah. I get the 24 wins, 24, 24 last year. Didn't make it. Yeah, I'm taking the over. I okay. Just, I think the young talent's going to develop a little bit. Taking the over. Moving on to the next team. Do I feel great about it? No, but you don't, you don't sound, you don't sound great about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of decided I wanted to go against you on this one. We've been agreeing too much. I like it. Uh, well, maybe maybe we'll disagree about this one. The Memphis Grizzlies won 56 games last year. Very right. good. John Morant is a incredible basketball player. Very fun to watch. They have a really solid young team. The spread is 48 and a half. What do you think about the Grizz? Uh, this one's an over for me. And a pretty easy over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I disagree. You know, they had... They had, I'd say, the flukiest stretch of their seasons when they went 20-2 and two or something like that without John Morant. I don't think that's really repeatable. They obviously have some injury issues uh, with Jaron Jackson missing at the beginning of the season. And, I, you know, a huge part of their sex, success is going to be dependent on how much of that season Jaron Jackson does miss. But, my goodness, this team gives a damn. Yeah. And, Winning in the regular season, as I've said already on this, you know, on this before, is half of the battle in the regular season is just showing up with the energy to play. And these totally. guys are just going to out hustle teams to 20 wins throughout the season. And I think that pushes them over that 40 and a half. I think getting into the 50s again, I don't think if they're necessarily going to win 50, what was it, 56 again? Like that's, that's right. a lot of wins. But getting 52. With the growth of some of their young players, if they can get Jaron Jackson back early, they just care more than most teams. And they've right. got a big chip on their shoulder. They want to prove themselves. And I think that's going to take them up and over uh, up and over the 48 and a half. So I'm pretty I feel pretty good about the over on the Grizzlies. Oh, you're making me think. You are making me think. To be honest, they're they're looking at what they won last year. I think it was repeatable. I don't know if they're 48 and a half or 48 games worse or or to get total six games worse. 
Um, and the West has, you said this earlier. It would be, be eight games worse, just, just to be clear. So, you know, I I didn't, I didn't do a lot of math growing up. Anyways, um, thank you. Thank you, scorekeeper. Look, I'm, I'm just, just here to get us through. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Um, man, I, I'm questioning myself here because they're also in a division with the Spurs and the Rockets and they're in the same couple conference of, as of easy the wins there. You might say thunder and the jazz. Okay. I'm switching my, this is, I, I have not done this. The, the whole pod. I am switching uh, yes. my pick. From the under to the over, but we brought him over, folks. You we did. You you over. you truly convinced me. Chris Vernon would be so happy. So <laughs> All right, the last two teams All here. Right, we're Thanks for sticking with last us. Last two teams. Yeah, yep. Jordan, appreciate uh, it. Appreciate you Jordan, sticking with us. Jordan, I'm giving you an extra five if you made it this far. <laughs> Jordan, an extra five dollars. The New buy Orleans Gina some some Uno cards. <laughs> <laughs> did you know about the game uno that they recently changed the rules i did not do, um, do tell i mean we're two games left in this preview but a quick digression here seems you know imperative so the new uno rules they oh, you don't even know them. you have to look them up what is no that you if someone plays a draw two on you and you have a skip card of the same color in your hand you can play it and bounce the player the next or bounce the penalty the next player Does that make sense sounds like such a gen z version of skip where or love uno where they can just so pass the penalty on to somebody else you, like i don't you, i don't want to have to pay this penalty let me just pass this along to somebody else you sound so old sorry to our gen z audience here shots fired shout, shout the out college to loans are your own fault quit shout, trying to get me to pay out for pay for your college loans Hey, I'm repaying off my wife's college loans. <laughs> All right, New Orleans Pelicans. Okay, last season, 39 and a half over under. They won 36 games. Zion did not, as we discussed earlier, has not played basketball in a year and a half. Made a really you know, effective trade for them, bringing in uh, CJ McCollum. Surprisingly effective. Played well together. Valanciunas played well all year last year. Um, Herb Jones kind of had his breakout as one of the better wing defenders in the league. So 45 and a half is the number. I struggle with this one a lot. That number is right in that zone where I don't feel great about taking it either way. I think if Zion's healthy and it all works, I think over is pretty easy. But I think if he misses much time, I think that's going to be a tough number to hit. Uh, you tell me, where did you land on the New Orleans Pelicans? I landed on the over. I landed on the over because of Zion. And I know it's been over 500 days. And maybe I'm putting way too much stock into him slimming down. But he really looks in shape. He looks very good. And he has a lot of time. No, nobody to likes healthy. a workout video like Zion Williamson, though. He He... He froths for a good workout video. I mean, me and you can make a workout video for 30 seconds and look that 
Well, that might not be true. Yeah, it's not true. That might not be there's, true. There's actually no level of athleticism we could display that would uh, no impress anybody really. We no, we would we would like to think so, but but alas, there's not. It was a nice so, thought. I I went over. I I really like Ingram, McCollum, um, Zion. Obviously, Valanciunas is is a really, really good, you know, center still offensively, solid defensively. Uh, Herb Jones. Um, the point guard that stands in the corner and steals everyone's, you know, as they're bringing the ball up. I forget his name, but I like him too. So it's it's definitely dependent on Zion. But this was the team that I brought up early in the pod. That who is going to surprise us and just be ten wins better? And I think it's the Pelicans. Look, that starting five is compelling. McCollum, Ingram, Herb Jones, Williamson, Valanciunas. It's a great five. A great five. Trying to get a rebound against Zion Williamson has to be one of the most just like frustrating and demoralizing things you can do as an athlete. He it's, just it, it's getting he his is a the size after his own of shot. like a red oak, <laughs> and he just refuses to stop jumping. He yeah. just, it's just, it is wild watching him on the offensive glass or the defensive glass where it's just like, you can't move him because right. he's 280 pounds. Right. And he just keeps jumping twice every time you jump once. I was really ready to take the under here. This is a pure Zion Williamson bet, and he has not proven in any capacity right. to be able to stay healthy. But I think I'm just going to be sitting there watching the Pelicans beat teams, and I'm just going to be like, "Gosh, how did I, how did I pick the under on these guys?" Say something else. I got to look at one more thing here. I also enjoy some of their depth. Garrett Temple's a solid veteran. Devontae Graham can score sometimes. Jose Alvarado is the player I was thinking of. Dyson Daniels was their pick in this draft. He's out of the the uh, the G League of uh, the Ignite team and he's a got height as a point guard he's six seven and additionally they have Larry Nance Jr. and Jackson Hayes and that's some good back or front court depth um so I yeah I Trey Murphy the third also had a solid year last year as well so that was me saying something else yeah I appreciate that you uh, <laughs> you kind of you vibed for a second for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm taking the under. I think they could have a good season, and I still don't think they're going to do it. I'm taking the under here on the Pelicans. Okay. 45 and a half is large. It is a Our Zion. final team. We really didn't plan this well. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. I, I interrupted your last point here. Nope. It's a, it's a Zion bet. I was, uh, I was agreeing with your take. Um, we did not plan this well. This isn't exciting at all. This is a, it's frankly a demoralizing conclusion. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. If you can name more than two players off the top of your head for the San Antonio Spurs, um, I'd be impressed. Uh, it's, Keldon Johnson. It's yep. Um, the, what is their rookie's name? 
my uh, my point proven. Jeremy yeah. Sochan. Or Sohan. Ah, yeah. Sochan. I don't yeah, yeah. exactly Baylor. know how to pronounce it yet. Sohan. Sohan. Um, Doug McDermott is in their starting lineup. Oh, nice. Shout out Dougie, Dougie McBuggets. Jakob Pertl. Devin Vassell. Trey Jones. I think this team's just going to. Wow. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. This is the awful. worst record in the league for Josh me. Josh Primo. Uh, I mean, never good to bet against Pop, but I think they're trying to get Wembenyama and restart their uh, their Tim Duncan uh, dynasty. So this one's uh, this one's an under for me, and it doesn't it doesn't look that good. If you were um, talking to conspiracy theory Bill, he would argue that the league wants French Vic to show up in a Spurs uniform next year and restart the Spurs dynasty. I kind of want that too, to be honest. And it seems more likely than not. The Spurs are good. I'll I'll give you that. Totally. Like it's fun when the Patriots are good. It's the same deal. I, I just wonder if they actually feel like they need to do pop any favors when he's got to be retiring soon. I just think Rick Carlisle's coming with the Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an under from you then. It is an under. It's 22 a and a half. Under. Uh, to be honest, I th- probably should have locked this in as a take my money bet rather than the Pacers. But uh, I don't know how many take my money. What it's bets. worth. You've got three take my money bets currently on the board. Uh Oh, um, don't so, tell my wife. Uh, Utah I'll, Jazz and the Lakers. Yep, that's fine. We'll 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 leave that three. I we'll might add a there. might add a fourth. I mean, really, the the line's twenty two and a half. It's hard to lose more than you know, eighteen 20 to twenty games in the NBA right. just right know, by chance. But uh, you know, we'll see. So uh, that's it. That's what we're that's what we're looking at. Any any conclusions? Any teams you're excited to just watch? Any you know matchups that are popping up that you're going to be looking forward to? I'm. Obviously, we're going to be watching lots of Bulls games. Yep. I'm going to try and key in on the Nuggets some more this year. I want to take in some more of the Jokic experience. The Timberwolves, I think, are going to be an interesting watch. The Cavs. The Cavs, uh, for me, are one of the more interesting teams with Mitchell and seeing what they can turn into and integrate him into their offense and what already has been such a established young core, and they were good last year. Yep. I'm really excited about the Cavs. Also, Giannis yeah, like it. is my MVP pick. I think he's okay. potentially just going to run through the league this year. Either Giannis or Luca for me, and I just think Giannis is going to go, I'm going to make a point. He seems fiery this offseason, and I like fiery Giannis. Fiery Giannis uh, is good. Yeah. Should be fun. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun season. Kicks off in a week. Uh, if anybody's stuck, through us, uh, stuck with us to this point, thanks for uh, sticking around for this inaugural episode. Yep. Thanks for hanging everyone. The two of the four. We we're not really sure what we're called yet. We should have thought about this before. No, we will. We will take suggestions though. uh, If Ah, anyone, if anyone has some, Jesse thinks he's far more creative than, uh, than he actually is around. Well, it's just probably nobody listening anymore. So, Well, have a good Hopefully night, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll do something, do another something. Uh, thanks for sticking around with us. Go Bulls. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.